This is episode number 267 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo, joined by my fabulous colleague Sarah Fate. Hi. And Nicole Rambo. Hello. How's everyone doing? Good. So uh, are you into uh, planting, gardening, that kind of thing? I try and I kill them. You do? I plant. Uh Yeah. You do? I have a raspberry bush that has lasted a few years. I don't know how, but it has. Do your dogs go out there and do their thing over there? Yeah. Mm, nah. Well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Because, you know, maybe it's the natural fertilizer of the dogs. I don't think so. No? I don't know. That's the only thing, but I try. Okay. I, I don't even try. You don't even try? Do you I remember when I when I pl- uh, I did not plant this, but mystery gourds grew yeah. Yeah. and yes. took over my... Yes. Yeah. So that's that's right. Yeah. That. That was, uh, no, I didn't do that. that I was... I did. Okay. <laughs> I guess. I'm a gourd farmer now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Sorry. Actually, uh, my daughter had a, a science project and we planted seeds and I was surprised how easy it was to plant seeds in like a starter kit. So we like had the... Yeah, the, that's not the hard part. You know, that's... Keeping them alive and like tending to <laughs> yeah, them is the hard part. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. But anyway, we have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep them alive. <laughs> Good. Good. All right. Well, you just did this. Yes, I just did this. It okay. was still alive. All right, what seeds? Pea seeds. Oh, like nice. like snow caps. Snow- yeah, what kind of peas? Yeah, snow peas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, snow- nice. oh, okay. Yeah. You need a trestle. Well, they aren't at that point yet. But so you will. I will. Yes. According to you. According, yes, I will need a trestle <laughs> so they can. Because you'll up. yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, you know we have the seed library here. Mm-hmm. At the library, which is fantastic. Yeah. Peas are in there. And uh, yes, and. Uh, we had one of our colleagues, Amber, come down to mm-hmm. the studio, and mm-hmm. she uh, did a little bit of trivia yeah. with uh, Sarah and I. Okay. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. She has 10 green thumbs, that one. She d- I, d- they're all over the place. I was going to say, she's amazing. Like, I am jealous of people who could do it. It looks so nice. Like, it looks like it's cathartic, you know, like meditative and like a nice, if you can get into it. I just, I can't. I've tried. I can't. Well, they it. have to weed. I know. Yeah, I that's can't. the worst part of it. Yeah, it's the weeding. Mm. That's why I like, I like um, you know, uh, Using the above ground planter boxes to do some of the smaller stuff, you mm. know, like basil and stuff can grow in that outside, but it's a little easier to handle. But anyway, yeah. So here's uh, here's that little bit of okay. sea trivia that we did. Okay, so Amber. Gagliardi in the studio. How are you? Great. How are you guys? Good. So uh, you're going to test us, aren't you? I am. I have some seed library trivia for you today. Fantastic. To kind of see who's paying attention to the seeds that we have. And, uh, <laughs> and also just inform everybody about some of the new things that we have. And nice. just a very exciting time of the year. Awesome. Seed library. Very busy. Cool. Mm. So you know what? We'll start with the trivia and then we'll mm. wrap it up with you just, you know, let, like you said, letting us know uh, how patrons can take advantage of the seed library. Absolutely. I'm I'm really curious to see who's going to win this. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> oh, no. We'll see. You know, Sarah has uh, farming in her in her family, so we have to, you know, yeah. assume. Yeah, but this that, is about the seed library, though. Well, you have to use seeds for the farming in the thing. Okay. <laughs> I see the I see the leap there. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're ready. All right, Sarah. We're gonna start off nice and easy. Uh oh. All right. <laughs> Very timely this question. Okay. When is the first day of spring? March twenty fifth, March twenty second, March sixteenth, 
or March 20th? It was uh, the, the 20th. Yes. Yeah. First day of ding, spring. Ding, ding. Here Very we are. Right. Doesn't feel like it, but no. uh, especially yesterday. But mm-hmm. the yeah. sun is out today. Yeah. So it's nice. The mark of the spring is a very exciting time for gardeners, of course, and mm-hmm. you know everyone's starting to get their gardens ready to mm-hmm. go and that's little true. seedlings. Exactly. So yesterday was the mark of the first day, so that's very exciting. Nice. Okay, Sal, you should be a pro at this next okay. one. Okay. So we got one point for we'll Sarah. Ding. Okay, <laughs> Sal. Yes. If you get this wrong, I'm in trouble. It's not going to be good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> According to the Farmer's Almanac. Uh huh. What is the predicted last day of frost for Long Island? Yeah. April 1st, March 1st, April 20th, or May 1st? Um, that's, yeah. I'm going to say April 1st. You are correct. There you go. Hey, okay. yeah. good guess. She put that 20th in there to like mess me up. I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I would not have gotten that. Okay. We're on to round two. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tied. We're going to start with Sarah again. Uh-oh. The seed library has many cool weather vegetables that can be planted now. Mm. Which one of these is not a cool weather vegetable? Uh-oh. <laughs> Beets, peas, beans, or radishes? So it's not a cool weather right. vegetable? Okay, so the one Wait, that you can't. Beets, peas, beans, or radishes. Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Beans. Beans, you are correct. Yes. 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 Now why... I have to say thank you, Bobby, my brother. See, I told you she was gonna get that. Yeah. <laughs> Just because he posts pictures of like what he's yeah coming up with. So, his... yeah. um, you know the beans, the beets, the peas, and radishes can all be planted now. So mm. someone could come pick up seeds and put them in the ground right now. Mm. Uh, they prefer the cool weather. They do. So this is the ideal time. Cool. They'll continue to grow in April and May. Um, but when it gets hot, they don't really love it as much. And then the beans, of course, like it hot. So mm. those are your, you know, end of May, June plants to okay. think it about. Interesting. Yeah, see that? Now, does your brother have like an Instagram or is he just sending he, you pictures? No, he has an Instagram. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Fiddlehead right. Farm on Instagram. All right. So he's posting pictures of what he's mm-hmm. what he's planting. Yeah, and his cool. winter CSA and nice. all that stuff, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, nice job. Okay. Mm. So Sarah's in the lead, but here comes Sal. Oh, there's a chance, right. chance here. <laughs> All right, Sal. Which herb in the seed library can be planted in early spring? Uh oh. Basil, cilantro, oregano, mm-hmm. or rosemary. <sighs> and I did tell you this last year was when I was on the the podcast. Oh, like so. we <laughs> listened to the podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess rosemary. That would be incorrect. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's cilantro. Cilantro, oh. really? Yes. So actually, hmm. cilantro does prefer a cooler temperature. Okay. That can be started in a couple of weeks. Nice. And you're, you know, directly sewed into the ground. Mm-hmm. And, and of I course- I think cilantro. Yeah. Because yeah. it's in so many, like, spicy dishes. Yes. yes. I don't know. <laughs> Well, yeah. I like, the logic there isn't. No, I like good, putting but. it in. I, I like putting it on my tacos, just like yeah, sprinkling on my tacos or guacamole or something, right? That's usually where you were like yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah. So mm. basil again likes a hot oregano, likes a hot mm. rosemary. I mean, that can sometimes come up a little bit earlier, but for overall, 
you would want to wait on that. Now, I feel like rosemary Ooh. maybe lasts so a little long in the season because my rosemary plant goes like pretty far into yes. the fall. Is that yeah. true? It, it gets really established in the garden, so that's mm. true. But overall, cilantro can be directly sowed in the spring, so that's really the difference. Nice. Rosemary, you're really going to start indoors okay. as well. Okay, cool. All right, so okay. Sarah's winning so far. She is. That's fine. Okay. There's still time. <laughs> yeah, there is. Two more rounds. Yes. Okay, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. I'm nervous now. It's about tomatoes. Oh, no. Oh, you don't okay. like tomatoes, do you? I like tomatoes. Oh, you like tomatoes? But I'm not an expert by any means. Okay, oh. well... We'll see. We'll see. So, which tomato <laughs> is new to the seed library this year? Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, red velvet, mm-hmm. Italian heirloom, mm-hmm. the red cherry, or the brandy wine? It's either the red velvet or the brandy wine. See, we can kind of figure this out because when people check out the seed library, yeah. you have right. to look through the list. You do. I feel like Italian heirloom is classic. Red cherry is classic. Yeah. Red velvet or brandy wine? I'm gonna go with red velvet. That would be incorrect. Oh uh, no! Yeah. Was it brandy wine at least? Yeah, the brandy. Oh, or at least I had it. Wine yes, is, is new this year. It's okay. a it's a bigger tomato mm. compared to some of our other ones. It's perfect for slicing oh. and possibly canning uh, okay. if you'd like to do that. So, um, it was you know um asked um a lot oh, of patrons nice. Whoa, wanted to it. have us to have a bigger t- like a beef sticky. Yeah, it's a it's a is a bigger. Um, tomato. So. What's, what's a red velvet tomato? So I don't know. A red velvet tomato, we've actually had this for many years. Oh. It's really popular. <laughs> it is um, just slightly bigger than a cherry, but ah. it is perfect for salads. Okay. And, and it's very, it grows very well here um, on Long Island. And nice. I've had a lot of success with it. It's one oh. of my favorites. Nice. Great flavor. Yeah. Um, so we've had that for many years, and it we, we've been keeping it because... I can't hear red velvet though with thinking about like you know cookies and cakes and muffins. And- yeah, I love to see the names for all the things <laughs> yeah. because they're just fun. So yeah. of course they all have the scientific names and those aren't as it's fun. It's fun. No, yeah. <laughs> Still brushing up on all the names, uh, the scientific names, but the names that they get named by you know the different growers are very yeah. very cool and especially off, if they often make a tell hybrid. a story yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. so now we're tied right oh gosh right? yes we're tied. Right. You she are got tied. one wrong and i got right. one. so close okay you close all right but sal can catch up right here all right here mm-hmm. we go take the lead taking the lead now. sal yes which one of these plants take about nine months to produce an actual vegetable nine zucchini a brussels sprout a radish or a butternut squash? That's easy. Oh no! It, well, it might be easy for you. I think if you think about it, you'll know. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the butternut squash. No, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Wait, well, okay. Wait, that's e- Miss. That's easy, farmer girl. It's a Brussels sprout. Is it true? It is true. Oh God, for crying out loud! <laughs> well, if you think about it, actually, our Brussels sprout is the Long Island Brussels sprout that mm. we have. Oh, um, you were talking about Long Island Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian Brussels sprouts very fast. Very but um, <laughs> as you may see, some of the farms on the East End, you know, towards the end, you know, September, October, mm-hmm. that's when the Brussels sprouts are available. Okay, and you would actually have to start your seeds. Back in uh, February, so wow. you would be very late to start your Brussels sprout seeds now. So, so you would about, start, about yeah. nine months. Yeah, 
Brussels sprouts and babies. (laughs) Yes. And um, I mean, when you look at them, you're like, wow, that took a long time to grow. For something so relatively small. Yes, exactly. Well, actually, the Brussels sprouts, they're on on a stem, right? Is that how it works? Yeah, Yeah. and there'll be a whole bunch of them. So, but again, the, the, what you actually eat, the fruit there is, Mm. it's kind of small. So it's Mm. amazing that it takes that long to grow. So Mm. do each of, do any of you like, do you like Brussels sprouts? I love Brussels sprouts. sprouts? I do. I like like baby cabbages. Yeah, I like Brussels sprouts with some bacon. Mm -hmm. Actually, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, they had to put bacon on there. (laughs) (laughs) True. They're good. They're good enough. They're not my favorite, but I do enjoy them. Roasted, like roasted with a little bit of. Like balsamic vinegar is really good too. Yeah, that sounds delicious actually. I think it really comes down to the preparation and the cooking. I think if you if you misunderstand how to cook them, I think they can come out bitter and bad. But if mm. you know how to cook them, I think they come out good. Yes. I, I think you're right there. Cool. Okay. So this is our last round already. So I'm still I'm still losing here. No, we're still tied. Are we still yeah, tied? Yeah, still tied. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, round four. Here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, native plants, this is for Sarah, mm-hmm. uh, native plants are important to our local environment and support key pollinators. Which one of these flowers is <gasps> not native oh. to Long Island? Jeez. Hibiscus, black eye Susan, purple coneflower, or sunflowers? Well, is it like hibiscus, like Hawaiian? Is it? I don't know. I, yeah. feel, <laughs> I feel like it's so, um. Tropical, right? Tropical. Is that the final answer? It is. Okay, yes. You're absolutely correct. Hibiscus (laughs) is not native to Long Island. You will often find them, but they don't necessarily really, really support our local pollinators Mm -mm. here. Of course, they might come for a quick nectar drink, but um, they're not as beneficial as some of the other things you can plant. Uh, but luckily, the sun, a lot, many sunflower varieties are, so that's mm. awesome. We love mm. our sunflowers here on Long Island. Sure. Mm-hmm. And the Black Eyed Susans, I which are, you know, perennials and super easy to just come up and so pretty. And they actually stay bloomed for pretty long. Those are a great thing to add to your, your garden to support the local pollinators. And, of course, the coneflower is also a great thing to have. Mm. So, um, so, hibi- so the hip- hibiscus. So the hibiscus. <laughs> so those plants, right? <laughs> the hibiscus. Hibi- hibiscus. Yes, they are. They're still on Long Island, though. People plant them. They're not native, and they're a tropical plant. They will survive as a, survive. like an annual. Oh, like, I see. Like you know, the garden stores okay. will sell so them. They, yeah. But you know, as part of the seed library's mission, we really wouldn't mm. recommend that. Of course, you know, it is what it is. But mm. if you're really looking to garden for a purpose, mm-hmm. you would just not want to spend the $40 on the hibiscus plant yeah. at well, home. Since I can't pronounce <laughs> it, they should, just, <laughs> yeah. they should just ban it altogether. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely <laughs> come by and pick up the black-eyed Susans, the coneflowers, mm. and the sunflowers because nice. they're beautiful wow. and you would be helping the environment. So Cool. That's Yay. a good thing. All right, so Sarah, I have to, I have to get this one yeah. right, or else Sarah wins. All right. Otherwise, we're tied, right? Okay, Is that how it works. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Right. So, last year, the New York Times published an article about the major decline of monarch butterflies. Which one of these flowers is a crucial host to monarch butterflies? The butterfly bush, the mm. cone flower, mm. swamp milkweed, or marigolds? 
Oh, that's hard. Oh, that is hard. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I have some education to I do. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like it's tricky because you have a you know something there with yeah. the actual now butterfly this in the name. A hope. Yes. So this but is I where feel, yeah. the butterflies would you know lay their eggs. Yeah. I'm, right. uh Yeah. So I think that might be a clue. What you just said, maybe. <laughs> no. All right. I'm gonna say coneflower. Oh, I'm sorry, Sal. That is incorrect. Oh, <laughs> is yeah. it marigold? No. Oh, guys. Is it it's, butterfly bush? No, it's the, no, actually. It's the last thing you get. They're not even, they don't even like the butterfly it's bush. It's actually the swamp milkweed. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, without swamp milkweed, there would be no monarch butterflies. Oh, my so goodness. It's oh, we have to plant some of those. Yes. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what it looks like. I'm sure we've seen it. So wild? Is it always in the wild? Um, well, it is native, of course. Right. It can self-seed, but we do have the seeds in the seed library. Okay. They're pretty. Yes. We are trying to really look at this and and help the monarch butterflies. Mm. So one thing we're doing is at our seed exchange, which was actually last week, we gave out the milkweed pots. Okay. Mm. So that is already a self-start. You know, it's seeds mm -hmm. that have been started, so it's already established for you. And then you can directly sow them into the ground in a couple weeks. We have 100 of them, so we're really trying to get the word out and plant the swamp weed to really help the monarchs. Nice. Um, and also we do have the seeds in the seed library. So if you want to come by, pick up the seeds, you can start them indoors and then put them outside. Oh, okay. so and I would just to like do. to say, after seeing the photo, I think the name is misleading. It's not weedy at all. It's a flower. Right. And it's a pretty flower. Can you put those in the blog, Sarah? The pictures? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can, Sal. But yeah, so for people going, ew, I'm not going to put weeds in my garden. They're not weeds, they're flowers. They are, yeah, and they're very pretty, and they're yeah. really crucial to yeah. monarch butterflies. I'm gonna plant some. Cool. Yeah. A commitment. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Go. What about you, Sal? Uh, sure. Okay. That sure. doesn't sound. Well, I'm gonna plant okay. sunflowers because I already have the sunflower seeds. And okay, I, and, and then you're already... gonna plant some of these. I yes. I okay, want Sarah. I want proof. Okay. okay. I'm proof give, of. Uh... I'm gonna give yes, you guys proof a of life. Of the pods. <laughs> okay. So okay. they're already yeah. established. Okay. And then, yeah. how long does it take to germinate and bloom? So you're probably going to get a nice bloom by midsummer. Okay. It's also going to be my first year. Um, oh. I tried to do the swamp milkweed in the past. I haven't had much success, mm. but I'm going to keep trying. Okay. So. All right. So what's midsummer would be what? August, July? July, I would think. Yeah. Right. Okay. July. So in July, we're each going to post a picture yes. of our milkweeds. Exactly. And a key thing about planting for the pollinators is you don't want to just do one of something. You really want a big group so they can find it. Okay. Obviously, if you just have one of one thing, it's really not going to attract them as much as if you group them in bundles. So if you are considering like the coneflower or the black eyed Susans, you want to try to do a big group of them all together mm -hmm. and that's true for a lot of flower varieties if you really want to garden for the benefits of the pollinators or whatever you know species you're trying to help again less is more if you will of each variety so you might want to just start with a bunch of black-eyed susans get those established and then add other natives too if that makes sense yeah yeah very cool and aesthetically i actually like how that looks i think it's a little odd when you kind of just have one plant of each thing. So mm, sure. if you can plant in bundles and, you know, put things together, that really helps. Well, Sarah won this. 
She and, did. Yes, and you know, uh, which uh, I expected. Okay. She's much smarter than I am, but <laughs> but this is the thing. The seed library is this amazing, fantastic thing, right? I I think so. And it's for our patrons here at Middle Country. Yes. So can you let us know what's the process, what's the procedure, where are these things, Where? how does that work? Absolutely. So um, we kind of went over what you can plant now. So you want to come in as soon as you can and really take advantage of this awesome service we have. So each time you visit the library, you're allowed four packets of seeds per card. So come in. Uh, you can find the seed library on the adult floor, just uh, left of the um, adult reference desk. You can stop by the uh, reference desk and any librarian can help you with this. But you just go over. It's an old card catalog. And I haven't counted this year because it's just like, wow, I can't believe how much the seed library has grown. But we ha definitely have over 60 varieties no of um, herbs, flowers, and vegetables. I try to keep things that are popular you know available to patrons sometimes I just can't get them from our suppliers so I don't have them but all the favorites are still there year after year and um, I always love hearing your feedback of what you want to see of course we cannot have everything um, as you know <laughs> we do have to limit it in certain ways are you gonna get another cabinet Oh, we don't have another one. Um, but I mean, like, well, <laughs> no, I know, but, but like, we're, would, are we're, you going to expand? So the goal, using a different cabinet. The goal was this year and still is is to have a seed library in Selden. So we're really mm. just looking for a permanent fixture to have the seed library in. But that is the goal. But overall, um, Ooh, the nice. the um, you know, the seed library in Center Reach for. It's pretty much going to stay that size oh, okay. because there's so much in it. There is. And yeah, it's really good just to kind of have us learn about the seeds that are in there and get familiar with them. But we, we pretty much have everything. And the direction we've been moving to is just to have more native seeds mm. to Long Island because they're beneficial to our environment. Sure. That's nice. And um, a big part of the mission of the seed library is to do things that – you know, benefit our environment around us, help the pollinators, help mm -hmm. the wildlife, but also, you know, it, we can grow our own food and that is a very mm -hmm. wonderful thing. And you can control what goes on your food right. and you can grow organically and know exactly where right. it's coming from. And, you know, there's just so many benefits um, between just being outside in nature and that, what that does for your mental health. Or even if you look at it from a fitness perspective, just being outside, getting exercise, those things are wonderful. But being able to grow your own food is a great thing. Um, we hear about pesticides. We hear mm -hmm. about all these things, but really, you can control that. So it's a it's a great thing. And in addition to just getting the seeds, we do provide the education all year round. We do, yes. Mm -hmm. So we have a number mm -hmm. of programs coming up. Earth Week, we're having a number of programs. We do have Rewild Long Island coming in. Um, they're going to just talk kind of what I talked about during this session is just planting natives, planting for wildlife, being mindful of what you're planting. Uh, so aesthetically, it looks beautiful in your yard, but at the same time, you're helping the wildlife around you. So that really makes sense. I think mm -hmm. it resonates with everybody. I think we just don't know 
Um, we're attracted to like the hibiscus in there and all these exotic flowers. And those are great. Mm. But I mean, if we can really look at the beauty that's natural to our environment, I think everyone could appreciate those as well. So we have a lot of education around that. That program is on Tuesday, April 18th. That's Earth Week, 7 o'clock in Center Reach. Uh, we also just have some basic programs just to kind of getting you used to planting if you're new to this all. We have um small space gardening coming up in Ooh. June. So if you're like, oh, that's great, but I don't have a lot of space. Well, this is the program for you. So that is going to be Wednesday, June 21st at seven o'clock in Selden. So that would be a great program to check out. And um, if you're really into what I was talking about before with the monarchs and butterflies yeah. and pollinators, if that really resonates with you, we do have a pollinator pathways program coming up and that's going to just show you what they are and how to create one in your yard. And it doesn't have to be big. Um, if you know, 100 people in center reach and Selden create like a pollinator pathway, this can make a huge difference. Yeah. So that program will be Tuesday, May 23rd. 7 o'clock in Center Reach. So that's a great one. It's fantastic. Um, but if you visit our Seed Library's webpage, we do have all these programs posted. That's Registration smart. starts tomorrow. So if you're listening to this and you're like, this program sounds great, well, tomorrow's your day. Just go ahead and give us a call, come in, or um, go on our website and sign up. And we'd love to see you at one of yeah. our upcoming programs. It's fantastic. You have a, a, a great passion for this, Amber. I could tell by you uh, talking about this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Makes sense. And you're, you're, mm -hmm. I, I assume that if I went to your house in the middle of the summer, it would have mm -hmm. all these flowers there and it would be beautiful. Yeah. And have... So, you know, it, this is a long process. Mm -hmm. This is not mm -hmm. something you can do overnight. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you purchase a house that already has flowers there. Yeah. You don't realize that not everything is native to Long Island. So, you know, I'm not going to go rip out everything in one day. Sure. But over time, I'm trying to mm -hmm. add more natives. Yeah. And I do try to grow a lot of um, the vegetables, vegetables found in yeah. our seed library. Yeah. So nice. uh, the carrots were a big hit last year Aww. with the kids. Uh, we're going to try watermelon again. Nice. Um, we're going to do a pumpkin patch this year. So, oh, And, of course, over. the classics, the tomatoes, the cucumbers, yeah. the peppers, the lettuce. Mm. It's it's a lot of fun. And I enjoy it. It's You know, I grew, I grew up doing this, and okay. just it just makes sense. Cool. So mm -hmm. fortunate to have a yard to do it in. And um, I love to be able to then, you know, grow it and being able to tell everybody – uh, my success or my failures, because that happens too, and sure. and that's okay. Sure, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm really a uh, a great uh, farmer of weeds. I do it very very well. I have weeds all over the place. It's fantastic. <laughs> There's hope, Sal. <Yeah. laughs> There's hope. Well, thank you so much, Amber, for coming down and talking to us and 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 quizzing us on this great stuff. Uh, and we'll put this all in the show notes in the blog so so our patrons can take advantage of these great mm -hmm. things that you have here. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Well, that does it. Thank you so much for listening. And I, we hope you enjoyed that little bit of uh, seed trivia. And we hope that you take advantage of the seed library. 
So if you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, visit our website, mcplpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Blog at, uh, excuse me, blog.mcplpodcast.com is where we have our expanded show notes and uh, all these cool little things that uh, Sarah, I'm sure, will put up there. And also uh, mm. follow us on Instagram. Oh, right. Follow us on Instagram. Really we're, out. We are branching out. We have Instagram. <laughs> we'll put that also there where you can see us. <laughs> yeah. What is it? It's MCPL podcast, right? On Instagram. Um, I'll tell you in, in uno momento. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, do it's that. It's MCPL underscore podcast. podcast. Yeah. So we are on Instagram and, and Sarah and Nicole, I think, are doing something with it and posting some yes. fun things. Me and yes. Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> mostly Sarah. Uh, by mostly, I mean just Sarah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, take a look at that and, uh, and uh, interact with us. So thank you so much for listening. For Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. See you on the next show.